With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The College Football Experience Week 2 Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by, oh, the NFL. Yes, it kicks off this week. Get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And don't forget the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord at sports gambling slash discord. That's sports gambling slash discord. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. As I am at the win in Las Vegas. Yes. If you're in Vegas, this I'll be here all the way to next Monday. If I, I hope I can make it, but if you're in town, <laughs> please let us know. Come by the win. We will buy you a, a, a beer, a whiskey. I don't know. Get in, get over there. Uh, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Week two. Look, I mean, I don't mean to uh, to brag too much, folks, but uh, you know, Tally site only has you know probably a couple hundred people that pick games over there, and uh, well, your boy picked. Uh, oh, I finished second. I didn't finish first, <laughs> but slacking, slacking. I think we're the only ones that pick all the games. So even the guy in front of me, he didn't pick all the games. All right, that is why you subscribe to the College Football Experience. A hundred and sixty and a hundred and six. So far this season, including week zero, hitting at over 60%. Not too shabby. Yeah. Uh, so let's go. All right. Look, I am joined by my co host out of Hollywood, California, right now. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, 
sideline kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, Yes. Week two. Yeah, week two is here. And in the third corner, out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Give it up for the DFS God himself. Come play DFS with us, folks. We drop in episodes all week long. Get in the action. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lack giving. Farmer, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on? There we go. Let's go. Now we're talking NC Nick. We didn't get you on the recap, and I know we got to dive into these games, but I'm very Gosh, curious. Yeah. I'm what, very curious. What are we going to talk about here? What do you think of your NC State Wolfpack? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got pretty damn fortunate, but a win is a win is a win. Move on to the next one. But uh, there's concerns, man. Sure. Offensively, there's concerns. There's concerns with uh, Leary. Now, I'm I do a- like some of that, some of those new running backs. Sumo, in, you know, especially. So, so is uh, that uh, yeah, they baby got Ironhead? Yeah, seriously, this guy's a monster, man. But uh, yeah, there's there's some calls for concern, sure. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna make an argument. You, Devin Leary, might be the worst quarterback in the ACC in North Carolina because, whew, May, May at uh, at North Carolina's first road start, he's not it. a problem. I, I I would argue that he is looking better than Sam Howell. Um, we'll see if he can do it again on the road this week. And then Sam Hartman, we got new Sam Hartman is back. Oh man. Buckle up folks. Uh, and then you have, I need you to talk about the Duke blue devils and Riley Leonard. Hey, we'll take it, man. They look good. They look great. You know, the question is, is temple complete dog shit, which is a possibility. Uh, but Duke looked much better than I thought coming out the gates with the brand new coach, brand new quarterback lost a bunch of the roster from last year. So I'm excited. I think this week will be, will be a, a better barometer to see where Duke is at. And I, I still think Duke's going to struggle this year. I think this is a, a, a process, a long process, uh, but come out the gates looking like that. Hey man, chalk it up as a win. We'll see what they do this week. There we go. All right. Last thing I got to ask you on, and it might be a little tough to answer this one. What do you make of those James Madison Dukes? <laughs> well, I'm not talking to me or Patty now. No, I mean you guys had a lock battle there. I, I got, I got, I got a, a tip of the cap to you, sir. Uh, James, you, you look sir. great, man. I, I, I'm excited that they're in the Sun Belt, and uh, I think you know they put them put themselves on the FBS map and say we're a contender, we're a player. I think we might have been underestimating them because Todd Santeo. Hey, Heyo, because he was balling. I have I know. never seen him play that well. Yeah. Uh, sometimes all the changes, just I was the right tracker. That was one of the main things why I was fading JMU. Cause I didn't like Centeo when he was at Colorado state, but uh, some new scenery, man. Yeah. Hey, new. We, se- what's that? You know, what jumped out to me and looking at JMU is they got a brick wall of an offensive line. Like they, right as I saw them physically, they're imposing and they're just stocky meatballs. And, uh, and on the field, they, they dominate at the point of contact. So that helps, you know, 
but also they must be protecting pretty well for him to get six touchdowns. And, and I, I was not worried about the O line, the physicality. I, I was more so like Nick. Like I thought they were going to be fine from a physical standpoint in the FBS. Now it's just one game, but Centeo was a little bit of my concern. And then those late transfers that transferred out. Yeah. Uh, was my concern, but wow, I was not expecting that. Now I wasn't a part of that lock battle. So I could sit over here and, uh, you <laughs> eat, know, eat your popcorn and just, yes, show, yes. Right? <laughs> but uh, are you ready to Dude, pick uh, the, the, What's the that? chat is live and, and Lane Elliott's already saying Duke is puke. Wake is fake. And the team I hate the most is NC state. <laughs> hey, that's I his like uncle. It. I like it. Yes. Yes. And you know, I, I'm connecting a couple dots here. Three eight Oh two or might be our guy, Beijing wings from the discord chat. And if it is, that's good to know because I, I we've, we've seen three eight Oh two or here on here before, but I never, you know, like I said, was connecting the dots there. So anywho, uh, yeah, what do we got here? What are we talking well, about? Anywho, college get in football? our yeah. Anyway, anywho, get in our Discord. Talk college football with us. Yes, yeah, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, week two. Are we ready to pick up where we left off and dominate? I suppose so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> here you go for for you, you, you Nick, <laughs> for you, you. Here you go. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change. Yes. Maybe the fruitiest song I've ever heard, but it is a I'm wild one. Part of the rotation, exactly. And I'm going to make a point that look, we look at this week two schedule and you say, eh, week one seemed a lot better. These are the weeks that you fall asleep at the wheel and they end up being awesome. That's why I think we might have a wild one in our hand on our hands. So, uh, right, so hold on. So quit real quickly. And actually three, eight Oh two were correcting me. It's, it's not Deja wings. I thought he, he called me Nick, the the pick or something, but uh, anyway, uh, Jaster what's up, man. But so anyway, this week guys, there's about 75 games, uh, with an FBS team, at least one and, uh, 75% of those games have at least a double digit spread. Ouch. Almost, almost 50% is a 20 plus point spread Oof. and almost mm. 30% is a 30 plus point spread, including mm. three spreads over 50. <laughs> and, and one of them is an FBS on an FBS, which is almost yeah. mind numbing to you me. You want to count Hawaii as an FBS this year. Yeah. How the hell is that possible? But we'll get to those. Let's start out. Look, I think people are thinking, well, we got NFL Thursday night. And I know I, 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 I talked to a lot of our fans and there's some people that just don't really support the NFL. Surprisingly um, <laughs> pick Dundee I mean, primarily. <laughs> no, I, 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 dude, I bet the NFL, I watched the NFL, yeah. listen, listen to the NFL gambling podcast. Um, but Thursday night you think, oh, there's no college football game. I would argue that because UT Martin heads to Missouri state FCS. This is a top 25 battle. The only, the only top 25 battle that we have going on in the FCS. And it comes to us Thursday night road rash face, Bobby Petrino at home laying 12 and a half. Jason Shelley at quarterback, the Utah transfer. Then you got UT Martin. These two teams played in the FCS playoffs a season ago. UT Martin won by one, 32 31. They got a quarterback. His name is Dresser Wynn. What a name. Folks, 
What are we doing here? Missouri state minus 12 and a half UT Martin beat them a season ago, but you know, Missouri state's been licking their chops uh, to get, to get some revenge on the Skyhawks. Patty C. Uh, I mean, right off the bat, if you're talking about a team that beat another team by one point last year in the playoff and the spreads up at what'd you say? 13, 12 and a half, 12 and a half. Then I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking uh, UT or no, not a uh, Missouri state. It's um, UT, UT Martin. Martin. Yeah. That it's, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, you know, but you also have the angle of all off season. You said, Oh, we get these guys week two. We're going to get some, we're going to get some revenge. Uh, which is why no, I'm not doing that. Give me the Skyhawks. Uh, no, you can't fade the dresser. Dresser win. <laughs> all right. Uh, NC Nick, what are you doing? Come on, man. You are road rash face. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's too easy to, to just grab the points here. And I, and I think they're, they're, they're trying to trick you with that. So I'm going to go with the favorite. I'm going to lay the points. It's at Missouri state. I take it. It is. It is at I'm Missouri. Gonna go, state. I'm going to go with the home team here. They, they remember it's, it's in the forefront of their minds. What happened in the playoffs last year, revenge big time here. Give me Missouri state. Boom. All right. Now we hop on over to Friday. Oh man. The moon bounce will be rocking. I got a feeling that the moon bounce, you're going to have people saying uh, this. They're begging us. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Ow! Guys, Louisville. I, I I was on the over in Louisville. I am very concerned as Syracuse whooped that ass. I am on the over on Syracuse though. And I told folks out there, watch out, Robert and I Syracuse. Well, what am I missing on yeah. this spread? Colby, Nick Well, on this line opened at six and a half and it went down. It went hey. down. It's currently at five guys real quick. We're getting some feedback here. Colby, you're, you're a little loud and, and that's what the chat is saying. And uh, it's kind of the same in my headphones also. Can you, uh, Turn yourself down. Hold it bit. down there, buddy. Hog the mic, man. Trying how, to how about overpower now? Patty C and I. I know you had a good week one, but come on. <laughs> Is it better now? I think that's better. Okay. Fine. Yeah. You were kind of shouting at me before. Okay. Out your shouting. I'm seeing that it's perhaps StreamYard in the chat, but okay. Louisville, fresh off of an ass whooping that I didn't see coming. Malik Cunningham only threw for like a hundred and some yards, had two picks, only ran for 30 something, I believe. Uh, heads into the moon bounce. Uh, this line opened at six and a half. It's down to five. And I hate to start things off with uh, your boy Dundee because you, did you see John Rice Plumley and what he did? I know it was just South Carolina state, but that stat line, that stat line is absolute fire against South. He was he threw for 308 yards, four touchdowns, zero picks, 86 yards rushing as well. Well, look, Robert and I took Garrett Schrader and just Garrett Schrader just shredded Louisville. He's a former wide receiver. John Rice Plumley's a former wide receiver. Good point. I, Louisville just gave up 449 yards of offense to Syracuse. Well, I think UCF's offense is better than Syracuse's. Give me. Give me. Give me uh, UCF minus the points. Who's coming with me? I'm with you. I'm coming with you and I'm locking it. First first FBS game, first lock. Triple this lock. is ridiculous to me. I mean, lock it up. Lock 
it up. We're talking about a Syracuse team that sucked last year. Sure. Have they probably improved? Yes, but they throttled Louisville last week. That's uh, of the sample size that we have of Louisville. It's basically saying they suck this year and Malik Cunningham cost me like $9,700 on DFS last week and produced like two <laughs> points. So screw him. All right. And John rice probably. And that's really the difference between rich Rodriguez's version of the spread and Gus Malzahn's is you can actually get some, you can rack up some passing yards. I guess it's happened before with rich rod with like Denard Robinson or whatever, but generally speaking, it's more of a running stat kind of system. Whereas I think Malzahn, you get a little bit of both. So expect Plumlee to put up big numbers again. Triple lock to start things off. And, and the one thing we haven't mentioned yet, all good points by you guys, but this is also a, a big time revenge game. Like our FCS game. We just mentioned from last year, last year, Louisville won 42 35 on a pick six with under 20 Ooh. seconds to go. It was a brutal, <laughs> was a brutal loss. And I know UCF has this game circled. I circled it when we were doing our team previews. And I said, UCF is going to win this now. Sure. I wish the line was more at like three or four. Uh, I think it's a couple points higher just because Louisville looks so bad against Syracuse. Either way, I think I think UCF is at least a touchdown better team this year. So I'm on. I'll lay the points. I'll lock it up. I'm, I, I'm also I'm a little concerned that from what I hear, everybody's on U- UCF. Yeah, uh, with great reason. But sometimes, yeah. every once in a while, everyone gets it right. That's right. Uh, so look, if you're if you're locking that one up, to quote the great Shawshank Redemption, maybe you want to come a little further. You remember the name of the town, don't you? Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> I All thought right, it was because... <laughs> Boise State heads into Albuquerque. Folks, Boise State got rolled by my Oregon State Beavers. Uh, and there was a little bit of a con- like the Hank Bachmeyer got benched for Taylor Green. Taylor Green was 19 of 28 for a buck 55 and a pick, but he did rush for over 100 yards. One of those was a 75 yard rush. Boise State, I'm assuming they're going to go back to Bachmeyer. He's the veteran, but they got a little bit of something on their hands there. They're 11 and 1 all time against New Mexico. New Mexico, though, coming off of a 41 to nothing shutout home win against the Maine Black Bears, where former, former Kansas quarterback Miles Kendrick, who transferred in, was 14 of 17 for 170 yards and two touchdowns and two interceptions. Folks, this is what I'm saying. Come a little further because this line it's jumped around. It was at 16. I did get mine in at 16 and a half, but it's at 17. Currently. I don't care. I am locking up Boise state minus 17. They're too good to, to just, to, to they're going to, they're going to, I see this as like a 45 to 10, maybe a 45 to seven. Give me Boise state minus 17. On the well, road in Albuquerque, it is. It could be a, a similar score to, to what you just mentioned because in the last five games, the the score has averaged to be about forty point two for Boise and eleven point six for New Mexico. I heard you on the on the main SGP show locked this up too. I was like, oh come on, we're we're, we're both going to come out the gates with two similar locks, but I'm with you. I'm going Boise. I think they roll. Patty C. I mean, look. Here's what it comes down to for me is I know Boise had some close losses last year, but, and I need to be sold on Oregon state a little bit more than I am, but I'm still not sold yet. And all that says to me, it says Oregon state looks good, but it says maybe Boise state doesn't look that great. 
And when you factor in uh, New Mexico State beating a above average main team by 41 last week, I'm not only not locking it, I'm rolling with the Lobos to cover. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Insano in the chat agrees. And uh, we know Insano is a sharp dude. So, all right, we got uh, a little two on two battle here. All right. Here we go. I'm locking that thing up. NC Nick locking up Boise State minus 17. Now, let's hop into Saturday's action. Uh, but before we do, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Bet a hundred dollars at win bet, get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes. College football contest. We're giving away $1,500 up for grabs. What are you doing? Get in. The free roll football contest are here. The NFL contest. Get this. We're giving away five grand in a two night stay at the win Las Vegas, which I'm currently at. This place is fucking great. All right. Sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. We're also brought to you by the Elias sports bureau football fans. The NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off, you get ready. All right. Get ready to place your bets or lock in on your fantasy team by checking out the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB. <clears throat> I mean, Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Yes. The Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro leagues, including the NFL. And let me tell you, their app has uh, lets you have access to team and player stats, head to head comparisons, Elias uh, key insights from their renowned research team. I mean, this app really is a one-stop source. They'll give you player news, league validated player stats, team records, expert game analysis for betting help. They'll help you with your fantasy lineups for each week. What are you doing folks? NFL season's here. So don't wait, download the Elias game plan app today. And right now I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get a 14 day free trial. Yeah. 14 days off a monthly subscription plan people, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Yes. Find Elias game plan sports betting in the app store or Google play store today and use the promo code SGPN. All right. We are back Saturday morning. It is a lot of fun and it is fun when you get in early on a bet. When you have no idea, I had no knowledge that Sam Hartman was coming back, but I, I bet this early in the or early, like I think it was either Sunday night or Monday morning. So I got a great number on this, but I'm going to call it right now at 12 wake forest minus 12 at Vanderbilt folks. I hate to keep doing this. I'm locking up wake forest minus 12 at Vandy. If you watched the Vanderbilt Elon game last week, Elon got down to the one yard line and almost made that a game. They got, they got stopped on fourth and goal. Uh, but that was a closer game than people realize. Um, I think wake is going to lay it on Vandy. I don't think Vandy has the offense just to keep up with wake. I think Brad Lambert and that defense is going to dial it back. I'm laying the 12 who's coming with me. Uh, I'm not at the point of locking. Neither am I. I'm on your same side. I think Vanderbilt's offense has improved this year. I like the quarterback, Mike, Wright. I think, you know, obviously bad competition so far, Hawaii and Elon, but he's a dual threat. Uh, 
I think we yeah, have, I mean, come on with Hartman back is Hartman rusty. Can he just step in and perform? Probably he's been around for forever. So I'll take wake, but I'm not gonna lock it with you. Patty C. Yeah. I mean, just because Vandy put up that performance against Hawaii, obviously we don't know much else about Hawaii at this point. Elon well, six uh, and five uh, at the uh, FCS level. What, I, what was I, that? I would argue we do know a lot about Hawaii oh, right now. Well, yeah. Western Kentucky. They too. suck <laughs> ass. All right. 49 is um, sure. Sounds sure. like there's an echo too, guys. Sounds like what, there's an echo. Is that, is that people in the here. chat saying that? Or is that, no, that's, that's me saying it. Hmm. Well, I hear a little something. something anybody too. else picking that up? Oh, well, a little bit, a little plow, bit, plow through it either like, way. Uh, like Patty C on a Saturday night, just plow yeah, through with any fat chick I can find. Um, look, wake forest a little bit better than 13. I'm getting, I'm seeing 13. And I'll still take wake. Yeah. I think, I think Brad Lambert will, will shut down this, uh, this attack and from for, like Elon's defense, Hawaii's defense. That's, that's, that's nothing to me. All right. That's, that's now wake's not defense. Work. Not great either. Yeah. Yeah, so um I don't know. G- give me give me Wake. I think Wake's going to roll. Dude, Lambert's going to do work. Watch out. Watch out for Wake. Yeah, I, uh, I think they have a chance to be better, but uh, they're probably not there yet and and better is still, you know, like average. Uh I'm telling you they're going to roll them. Give me like this game a, sucks. It's going to be 52 to 20 final. You know, I think it's a speaking of DFS, I think this is a game where you might want to have some guys. That is true. Well, next up, Arkansas State, fresh off of an ass whooping. Well, Hugh Jackson, welcome to college football. He, he just like he did with the, the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, granted, it was grambling against Arkansas State, but still, fifty-eight to three. <laughs> Not a good start. Uh, Arkansas old, State. Uh, Butch Jones looked like a gangster. Yes, NC Nick, you're a Sun Belt guy. You're gonna take the forty-five points. And I'm Arkansas State. I, I think the Buckeyes here, I think the fans aren't happy with their week one performance. The offense was sluggish. There was injury issues. I think they come out and just, just lay it on the red wolves. Big time. Uh, Patty C 45 points too much. Yes. I refuse to fade a team by 45 that just won by <laughs> what? 55 the week before. I don't care the level of logic. (laughs) Yeah. So I am going to go Arkansas State to cover, especially until Ohio State shows it. Sometimes it takes a few weeks for them to work it out. Uh, I will join Patty C. I'm going to take the points. I look for like a something like, I don't know, 51 7 final, but I do not like this and I would not bet this. So stay away, folks. All right. Staying on the 9 a.m. slate here on the West, noon on the East. Southern Miss, Frank Gore Jr. taking on Frank Gore Sr.'s alma mater in in Miami Gardens at the Hard Rock I don't know, hotel. I don't know. Um, Southern Miss at Miami. Southern Miss getting 25 points. I watched every snap of that Southern Miss uh, Liberty game. Well, first off, Southern Miss, their quarterback, did get knocked out on a Again. absolutely an absolutely vicious hit to the face. He did it. Which Colby loved every second. Uh, well, it, you know, the quarterback was a little bit of a jackass. Cause he, he, he jumped in the air. He, he pulled a sling and Sammy ball. All right. Like he jumped, <laughs> he jumped in the air to throw a pass and the linebacker for Liberty just come or safety. I think it might've been a safety for Liberty. Just completely, completely destroyed 
Ty Ty Keys, and uh, I think he's still injured. I don't know his status. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, right now, I think it's it's up in the air again. I mean, Southern Miss had all those injury problems at quarterback last year, and more of the same this year. Football's back, baby, because that hit was abs- absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. Hey, all right. What about this angle? Frank Gore Jr. against his dad's alma mater. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Well, I'm gonna. I'm lay taking the, the points. I'm gonna lay the twenty-five. I think they're gonna roll them. I don't know that Southern Miss will have the offense. Is Frank Gore Jr. gonna play quarterback? They're gonna run out of the Wildcat again. I hey, don't he know. played. He played some last week, and he, he played some last year. <laughs> Either way, at Miami, Miami just destroyed Bethune Cookman. I am taking the Canes minus the points, and I'll tell you this right now: fringe lock potential. I, I I might be locking this one up uh, come this weekend. Shout out to Brian Sanders and Pat Fisher in the chat. What's up, guys? Uh, next up, so hold on, wait, Patty C, what are you doing here? I am taking the points. Um, Accepting because Miami put up seventy last week, but I think Southern Miss was competitive enough uh, that Miami's not going to steamroll this team, and I just don't think they. I, I want to see Miami really blow out a, a decent team before I start taking giving them twenty five points. So, all right, we move along. The Ohio Bobcats. Oh man, was I on the wrong side? NC Nick was right. The game that smelled like Courtney Love's vagina was certainly the Ohio. Florida Atlantic game last week. Out, out of all the games, you, we saw FAU crush Charlotte, and then they they come into Ohio, and there was only like what minus three and a half, I think. Yeah, or minus yeah. four maybe. I didn't have a good feel for the game. I just thought the line stunk. That's why I went I went home dog, paid off. And you got it. Your Bobcats came through. Uh, now they head to Happy Valley. They're going to Beaver Stadium. They are getting twenty five and a half points. Folks, what are we doing here? Uh, NC Nick. Yeah. I mean, they treated me right last week. So uh, maybe sentimental. <laughs> I'm taking them again. Not going to bet it. Not going to lock it up. The Penn state offense didn't look great. I mean, there's a chance they just, you know, beat them by 40. Sure. But I, I guess I'm going to lean on taking the points here. I am laying the points. I'm taking Penn state. I think uh, Ohio having to come into the, this hostile of a place. I think Penn State's going to be ready. I think Penn State's going to want to establish the run because they did not look good on the ground in West Lafayette. And they, they haven't looked good on the ground in a couple of years. Well, that's why you put a MAC team on the schedule because you might be able to look good on the ground. Give me Penn State minus twenty-five. Uh, Patty, see what are you doing? Definitely a different uh, environment for Penn State. Went into a bit of a hornet's nest last week. They get the nice home crowd this week, but. I'm with Nick. I'm seeing eye to eye with Nick. I'm taking Ohio to cover the 25 and a half. So second place, you guys just no. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Just uh, ignoring it. <laughs> Next up, uh, this game's pretty fucking great. South Carolina heads into Fayetteville, Arkansas. Spencer Rattler is getting eight and a half points. He's a vegan and he's taking on Sam pulled pork Pittman. <laughs> we might have some problems. Uh, folks, he didn't look that good last week either. They had two block dude. I locked up Georgia state and I didn't hit on that because South Carolina had two blocked punts. One of them for a touchdown. The other one, like inside the 20, absolutely ridiculous. Special hey, teams by Georgia. Georgia state. Georgia state was up 14, 12 in, in the third, in the uh, third quarter. This was, he, this was a ball game. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll let's let's not act like this wasn't uh, the son of maybe the greatest special teams uh, coach ever uh, leading that. You know, can we give some credit where it's due? True. May, I mean, if if Georgia State has terrible special teams, is it possible that South Carolina has great special teams? Perhaps, and it's possible that Mike Houston, that JMU mole, has terrible special teams. All right. <laughs> Uh, so, so somebody tell me why I, I shouldn't take the points here. I mean, Arkansas didn't look great against Cincinnati. They did enough to win and, and barely cover it. A similar spread eight and a half. Tell me why I shouldn't take the points. I wasn't overly impressed with Arkansas. I thought Cincinnati left a lot of points on the board. Now I'll say this, the Arkansas ground game. I was impressed. The defense, I was not very impressed. I thought Ben Bryant had open receivers. Several, like if he just stopped overthrowing these wideouts, they they kind of left a lot of points on the board. They also had two field goals missed. One of them a chip shot. The other one I think was like from fifty, but hit off the upright. Um, I just wasn't. I guess both teams kind of disappointed to me, even though they won. Give me Carolina in the points. Patty C. Mm. Uh, what you guys are saying is true. And then if you consider Georgia state winning seven of their last eight last year with their only loss being a four point loss to 12 and one, I believe uh, Louisiana, that's a pretty good end of the year. They were the team, the team we thought they were going to be toward the end of the year. And if they return as much talent as Nick said they did, which is still a large amount, then maybe Georgia state's pretty good. That's a 21 point win over a good team. That said, all that said, I just feel like uh, Cincinnati's a damn good team, and Arkansas kept having the answer for him. So I'm taking the Razorbacks at home. I'm with mm. Patty C. I think in Fayetteville, I, I went back and forth on this game. At first, I was leaning Gamecocks. I think in Fayetteville matters, and uh, I'm not sure what the South Carolina team is yet. I, I at this point, I just have more faith and confidence in the Razorbacks. Go Hogs! Making some interesting points, but you know what? Give me the eight and a half. I just think they can hang around. Spencer Rattler will complete those deep bombs because I saw some opportunity uh, in that secondary for Arkansas. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to hang around there. Give me a Beamer's eight. got some magic, man. He does. He does. What about magic going on in say West Point, New York, or UTSA? Which, by the way, I don't know. I know Patty C caught this because I was with him. The UTSA Houston game, fucking. Awesome. <laughs> that was a wild game. Uh, UTSA's laying two and a half on the road against the Black Knights. Army Coastal Carolina was a fun game as well. Does Army bounce back and take the Roadrunners? Meep, meep. I am riding my UTSA Roadrunners because I just think they lost last week. They should have won that game. They were up 21 7 in the fourth. Really, really let them off the hook. Uh, but I think they bounce back and get a dub against Army. Patty C. Look, I said they were going to lose three in a row, but I was very impressed with UTSA as well. I still think Army's a good team, but I think I mean this is a tough one. This is a tough one in uh in in New York, but I'm going to take UTSA. There you well, go. it's a big game. I mean, it's neither of these teams who were very good last year wanted to start the season zero and two. So I think it's yeah. a, it's a huge game. Yeah. Uh, Army gave up 263 yards on the ground against Coastal. Meanwhile, UTSA had more success in the air versus Houston. I think this is the game where you where UTSA gets the ground game going. Give me those Roadrunners. Meep meep. Surprised all three of us went with the Roadrunners. Sounds uh, like the chat is with us too. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we got the Leathernecks. What a great nickname, Western Illinois. They just got their ass kicked by UT Martin, and now they head to Minneapolis to take on PJ Fleck. Row the boat. 
Row the boat, baby. Um, look, Patty C locked up New Mexico State plus 37 and a half in mini in <laughs> Minneapolis. They lost 38 to nothing. Can the Leathernecks cover 37 and a half? I say no. Give me Minnesota. I'm laying the points. Minnesota's defense is pretty impressive. And I think Muhammad Ibrahim against the Leathernecks, it's not gonna happen. He's gonna run right through that that defense. I'm laying the 37 and a half. Nick? I'm with you. I think Minnesota scores at least the 40s, and they probably limit Western Illinois to like seven or ten points. So uh I think they can squeak out a cover here. Give me the gophers. Patty C. Gotta agree with you. Minnesota 38 nothing against whatever competition. Um Western Western Illinois, seven point loss last week against FCS competition. I'll say uh, Minnesota does it again. Ibrahim, isn't he have like uh like 10 straight games with a hundred yards rushing? Yeah, Keep I that mean, streak going. You know, it's tough to bet against him. He's a beast. He's a complete beast. All right, moving along. 9 a.m. slate, man. We are just we got some barn burners here. And this one in Atlanta. Shout out to North Carolina playing back-to-back away games in the Sun Belt. Seriously. ACC in general is going on the road early in the season. You got Louisville at UCF. You got this one here. Duke at Northwestern. I mean, the ACC, uh, say what you want. They're challenging themselves on the road. Well, uh, yeah. And this one, the line is at, I'm seeing this at seven, a flat seven. I am a bit perplexed by this one. Georgia state played solid, but I don't think they can Georgia state style of football. I don't think this is a bad matchup. You need to, they don't have the offense to stay. Even with North Carolina's bad defense, they don't have the offense to stay in rhythm with that. I am laying the seven points and I am locking up. Why is my sound so far down? There we go. Um, I am locking up. Did you guys hear that sound or is my, my, my device nah, completely not man. working? Anyway, I am laying the seven points with North Carolina. Lock it up for, for your boy pick Dundee. That's very tempting. Not going to lie. I mean, uh, for a team that lost by 21 last week to a, a South Carolina team that's probably traditionally been about on North Carolina's level, uh, you would expect North Carolina to cover that. Granted, it's on the road. I don't know. I'm taking North Carolina. I'm tempted to lock it up. Yeah, I mean it's the second half of of a back to back. Georgia State's quarterback Darren Granger last week seven of 29 for 111, one touchdown, one pick. I know they're going to pound the rock with their two good running backs, but I completely agree with Colby's analysis. They don't have the offense to hang with UNC. UNC's offense is going to put up points on on anybody. And this is just a bad matchup for Georgia state, much better chance to beat South Carolina, who isn't a prolific offensive team. I don't see that happening against UNC. I was kind of waiting, hoping the line would drop to back to seven or just or to blow it, to lock it up. On Tally's side, it's still at seven and a half. Fuck it. Let's lock it up. Boom. Patty C. Let me let me ask you this. Any concern that Florida AM put 24 on North Carolina, right? But then only put three on Jackson State the following week. Oh, their and- defense sucks. <laughs> the UNC defense sucks. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Colby thought in the preseason that their defense might make some strides with Chiswick back as a DC hasn't happened yet. Even but I can the tell you this, the guys, it might not need to happen. As you remember, I took them in the coastal and I also took them over seven wins. They're going to go to 
the three and O and this quarterback is the real deal. And uh, yeah. I think they're putting up 50 or more in Atlanta at the house that Terry Pendleton built. Well, Georgia state <laughs> ain't going to put up 50. That's for sure. Yeah. So I'll ride yeah. with you guys. Triple lock that triple right. lock. Why is triple my, lock. why is my audio down, man? I don't understand what the hell's happening. By the way, I also am locking Minnesota to cover 37. Ooh. Uh, Against play, play uh, with fire again. They're Western playing Illinois. Western Illinois. Yeah, Colby, you might have to just cut out that soundboard, man. Just happened though. I don't understand what just happened. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, folks, let's keep it going. My apologies as we are on the road here, and I don't know how that just all of a sudden went out, but it did. Anyway, let's keep it going. Uh, next up, that is a triple lock, by the way. UNC Georgia state. We're laying the seven with the tar heels. Uh, we move along. Alabama is taking on the Texas longhorns. Whoa. This line has come down. This opened up at 21 points. I am seeing it at a solid. Am I seeing this correctly? 19, 19 and a half right now. Uh, <laughs> I I'm tempted to lock this one. I'm tempted. I am locking this one. This is obvious. Alabama is going to steamroll this team. What are we talking about here? Every single year, Alabama early in the season plays a non-conference game against a big name that often isn't, you know, up to their normal or their championship standard USC, for example. And the result is a 50 point win or a 40 point win by Alabama. Three touchdowns, easy. Alabama covers this locket. Actually, yeah. Colby op opened up at seventeen. It was on. It was uh, Sunday afternoon at seventeen. I got a, a bunch of money. Must have came in on Alabama automatically. Bumped it up to twenty or so, and it's kind of fluctuated a little bit. I'm good with anything less than three touchdowns. Go Bama. Yeah, I. I are you locking it, Nick? Lock it up. All right, I'll lock it up with you folks. I tried to play this. We are locking up the Alabama Crimson Tide minus 19 and a half points on the road in Austin. Quinn Ewers, not so fast. Um, also, uh, Patrick Fisher, we all triple locked UCF too. You missed it, man. You tuned in late, buddy. Uh, so next up on the slate here is I'm very intrigued with this one. The Duke Blue Devils heaven head in Evanston, Illinois to take on the Northwestern Wildcats. I was kind of blown away by how good Duke looked. And it wasn't just the fact that Duke dominated that game. It was they just looked prepped. They looked incredibly prepped. And every play, me and me and Stack in the Money Green were watching that one. And I was like, is it is it me or is are they in the right spot every single play? whether they threw it on offense, whether they were covering it on defense, they just looked extremely prepped. And I was very high on the Mike Elko hire, which is why even though Pat Fitzgerald looked good, that offense, it looked good against Nebraska. But if you caught Tommy Schuster in the North Dakota fighting Hawks last week, Nebraska's defense wasn't necessarily setting the world on fire against the FCS North Dakota fighting Hawks. I think it's more of a story of Nebraska's bad defense. Give me Duke plus 10 and folks, I might be locking this one up. I think actually, oh, actually man. fuck it. Let's lock it. Mike Elko, <laughs> Mike Elko is going to be able to shut down this D, uh, this, this Northwestern offense. So 
Let's go. Okay. I know there were a lot of locks are rolling right now. It's it's this was front loaded. Who's coming with me? No. I'm on Duke, but I'm not locking it. I'm gonna lay the points. Uh look, I'm a proceed with caution type guy when it comes to Duke football, because I've seen understatement how low <laughs> we've been as recent as two games ago, if you you know go back to last year. So um look, great start. I was high on the the Elko hired too, but Guys, there's a chance Temple has just got awful, and there's okay. a chance Nebraska so, is also god awful. Uh, Nebraska isn't god awful. They still have talent. They still got players. You know, um, I think Northwestern at home they win by ten. Well, buddy, I hate to tell you this, but you said go back two games ago. You go back two games ago. Northwestern was dog shit. All right, let's go. They lost forty-seven to fourteen two games ago to Illinois. Who knew Illinois could score forty-seven <laughs> points? Give me Duke plus ten. They've Duke's won four out of the last five in this series. Let's yeah, go Blue Devils. But, yeah, there's a new coach now. I, I don't know if that matters for this game. I hear you. I hope you're right. Just I'm gonna disregard Nick's opinion when it comes to Duke. He, he <laughs> is he fades them harder than Colby fades uh what <laughs> NC State. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and I'm a Duke fan. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. Actually, it's in true. basketball, very, you know, but. Yeah, you you save all your arrogance. Actually, I don't know what it is, but you're very uh very conservative about rooting for Duke. And maybe you don't want to come across as a cocky Duke fan. You've probably been called it a lot in your life. You know, I believe I strong believe in the jinx. You know, so <laughs> except over the you and UVA, and you and UVA, you, you tend to uh, you downplay. You, you know, so I hear true. you. True, true. Now let me ask you this: Zach Roper, Mister Roper, uh, is the offensive coordinator. You know. Three's company here. You got to represent Mr. <laughs> Roper. That's our offensive coordinator. Can you bet against that with Mike El- Elko as the defensive coordinator? No, that's, that's, that's a team that's going places. And I think Northwestern, you're right. Nebraska may be uh, a little, little, little suspect. So that win doesn't mean as much. So I'm writing Duke. All right. Well, when I win this bet, I'm beers on me at the Regal Beagle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Regal Beagle. Um, all right. Next up, we got uh, this one. Interesting one here in Manhattan, Kansas, because I'll be honest. Wasn't, wasn't overly impressed with the stat line. Adrian Martinez put out in, uh, in, in the little apple last week against South Dakota. Now the defense stepped up because they, they shut out South Dakota, but Adrian Martinez was 11 of 15, 73% for 53 yards. And at three yards, a completion. Three yards of completion. Uh, he also Darrell Furman looked like a genius. Yes, yes. But I'm uh, my theory, or I'm just going to die hard on this. He had 39 yards rushing on 13 attempts too. That wasn't great, and uh, and a, but he did have a touchdown. Um, I, I I'm just of the opinion they're keeping it vanilla. They're keeping it vanilla. They know on deck they have the Missouri Tigers, which is this week. This is an awesome game because this is a rivalry that goes back to 1909, folks. They were in the big eight together. They were in the big 12 together. Um, I get it. Martinez, a little bit of a question mark, but K state's defense showed up. Their special team showed up. Deuce Vaughn ran for 126 and a score. And then on the other side of things, you have Missouri. They started Brady cook, which I think was the second start of his, his career. He was 18 of 27 for two Oh one, a touchdown and a pick. And I will say this, that five-star freshman, Luther burden, the third, even though he only had three receptions for 17 yards and three rushes for 26 yards, he had two touchdowns and he passed the eye test. He looked the part. He looked like an NFL player. 
The question is, is right now Missouri is the number one run defense in the country. And that's a lot to do with La Tech throwing like a thousand passes in that game, running the air raid. But last year they were the, you know, they were in the hundreds. I believe they were in the hunt, like around 120 in run defense. Can they fix the run defense? Is it fixed perhaps? And we just didn't see it. Uh, it, it got better as last year went on. There was a point like mid season where they were like dead last. And I think it creeped up into the, uh, they got, they improved. It got into like the low hundreds, maybe even nineties. Don't, don't quote me on that, but it got a little bit better as the season went on for what it's worth. Yeah. So the spread is eight in the little apple. What are you doing here? NC Nick? I think anything more than a touchdown is way too many points and kind of a coin flip game. I'm going to lead. I'm going to lean K state to win. But I got Missouri covering. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be an exciting game, back and forth. I expect some points here. I don't think you can lay over a touchdown on Kansas State. Sorry, give me Mizzou. Uh, Patty C, what are you doing here? Agree completely on all points. I think you just swayed me. I was on that at seven. I was like thinking, okay, K State can win by more than seven. Once it jumped up a little bit to eight. I think I, I think I go Missouri. It's easy to I think see. I think it's almost lockworthy to take the points here. I know Manhattan's a dangerous place. That's the only thing that's kind of keep keeping me away from it. And uh, you know, uh, Missouri beating Louisiana Tech. I know Louisiana Tech was only uh, three and nine last year, but they're basically like the Nebraska of the Group of Five. A lot of close losses, and they were a better team than the record indicates. So, beating them by what twenty eight, uh, pretty impressive for. Uh, Missouri. The one thing Drinkwitz is doing, he's bringing talent to Columbia. I mean, they, they're you're stacking a couple nice recruiting classes on top of each other now. Yeah, but this will be. I mean, on the other side of that coin is the fact that we just mentioned that Brady Cooks only started a couple games. This is his first real road test, and his place will be rocking. I guarantee you that. I'll take the eight. K State wins. Give me a uh, twenty-seven twenty final. Let's go. Does. Does K State hate Missouri? Is there real hate there? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, they've been playing a long time. Yeah, back in the bi- yeah. Big Eight days. Yeah, I mean border battle. Got to be some hate there. <laughs> there we Let's go. Be honest. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we got. Uh, well, it's kind of a shitty one, but NC State's hosting Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern, Buccaneers. They're getting forty-five and a half points in Raleigh. Give me NC State, I guess. <laughs> what are you doing here, NC Nick? I took the points, man. Uh, that offense for NC State did not look great, and they're not going to go all out here. They're going to play pretty conservative. They're going to win like like forty eight to seven or something. Give me all the right, points. You, you swayed me. Give me the Buccaneers, uh, Patty C. What are you doing with Charleston Southern and NC State? I wouldn't touch this either, but uh, I guess you have to lean uh, Charleston Southern after last week, but. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, that offense was impressive, even though uh, ECU stepped it up and kind of shut it down. Let's not forget that they stopped two drives at the goal line, you know, so that, that could have been 35 points and we would have been singing a different tune about NC state. Yeah. But they also blocked a punt for a touchdown. ECU threw a couple picks in, in their territory. Don't get Unchar- me started. Characteristic picks by a uh, Holt Naylor's there. Your boy. Yeah. It was nonsense. Bunch of nonsense. That game sucks. <laughs> He's got a terrible throwing motion, man. He is ugly to look at. Hey, he played better than Devin Leary though. Uh, next up South Alabama, central Michigan fire up chips. This is a strange game. Sunbelt Mac. Uh, 
South Alabama was one of my locks last week. I think Same NC here. Nick joined really me on that. You. That was <laughs> that was easy. Easy money. Uh, now they head up, and I was actually impressed with Central Michigan at Oklahoma State. I think, if, with the exception of like a seven to eight minute stretch where the momentum got really bad for them, they played pretty damn well. I'm going to lay the four and a half, even though the Sun Belt normally kicks the shit out of the MAC. Nick. That was basically my breakdown. I like both these teams in their respective divisions this year. Uh, but I do think the Sun Belt is head and shoulders above the Mac. So I'm gonna take the points. Patty C. Oh, I went back and forth on this one. Um, you know what? I went Central Michigan, but I think I was close to going South Alabama, so you guys have swayed me to switch it over. Well, Colby's on Central Michigan, so yeah. Oh, you're on Central Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> You're the uh, tiebreaker, why buddy. Is the volume uh, jumping around here. Uh, sorry, I misheard that. Um, well, well, now I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, uh, do you really think the Sun Belt is better than? I mean, South Alabama five and seven last year. Central Michigan has been a solid MAC program for a long time. Look. Any team that has Jainarius Johnson on the defense line has my vote, so I am swaying over to <laughs> South Alabama. Going with the Jainarius Johnson, I get it. Um, yeah, that, that game's a tough game to to predict. I really think like I, I think I'm going to go chips, but I am concerned. I mean, how about this though? South Alabama only beat Bowling Green by three last year. All right, that was at Bowling Green. For some reason, South Alabama loves to get into the MAC. Um, tell, tell me why this game isn't on like tonight. Yeah, Wednesday night. They're really nobody's, nobody's the gonna watch this on Saturday, but it's an interesting game. Yeah, it is, and they're really dropping the ball. It sucks. Next Seriously. up, hey, by What's the up? way, just to dial it back on the chat a little bit, Insano says Charleston Southern gave up 616 yards of offense to Western Carolina. Ooh. That stat Ooh. alone almost makes me want to go. No, uh, that's NC rough. State. You know what? I am going to switch. <laughs> I am gonna uh, switch. The chat switched me as well. Yes. Good nugget, going shout good out to the there, chat. Insano. Getting in there, uh, the Thunderbirds. They they head to Salt Lake City, Southern Utah at Utah. This game is just silly, um, folks. This line is currently at Utah minus forty four and a half. I like the I like the the in state battle going on here, but whew, uh, I'll lay the points on this one. NC Nick, I got Southern Utah at forty five and a half. They they lose. 55 to 10 and get the cover by the hook. <laughs> Betty C. So specific. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling Southern Utah, little in-state hatred that gives them the extra edge to get the cover. All right. Next up Lafayette heads into temple. Wow. Going to be taking on the temple owls. Who, who, who were dog shit in week one, Stan Drayton era, not necessarily Starting off with the bang temples laying 18 and a half. And for some stupid reason, I'm taking it. I'm laying the 18 <laughs> with the temple owls. What are you doing here? NC Nick. So this is not Louisiana Lafayette. This is just Lafayette. I take the points, man. La- Lafayette <laughs> is one and oh, they won six to nothing last week against sacred heart. They scored more <laughs> temple didn't score any points. Momentum so, is a real thing. This might be yeah. another six to nothing score. Um, Lafayette. This is the epitome of Northeast football. Have at it, Petty C. <laughs> wasn't uh, Sacred Heart a playoff team last yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. 
and Lafayette uh, shut them out. Yeah. Granted, they only scored six. People say Meanwhile, their defense is a little reminiscent of the '85 Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, but on principle, I'm going Lafayette because Temple just sucks. Well, I mean, that might just be the fact. Look, Lafayette. I'm looking at what what they gave up right now. This was a team that had 111 yards of offense last week, and they won. <laughs> they won with 100. Le- Get this. You ready is for like uh, is uh, Kirk Ferentz's son the uh, head coach? <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> they threw for 8 yards. <laughs> wow. 8 I don't know. yards. Shout out to no Ryan Schuster, the Leopards quarterback who was uh I'm seeing this this cannot be correct. This has to be an error. The, the numbers I'm seeing are 8 of 17 for 8 yards and two interceptions. <laughs> and and by the way, Lafayette's rushing attack, they had one yard rushing. I don't Wait. think we have an over under though. Is, this is cannot an FCS be right. FDS, do we? No, but this cannot be. I got to pull this up on the. I, I got to go to. to How did they B. score? Was it a block punt? I got to. I'll I, give. What's that? I'll give Temple credit. They they held Duke to six points in the second half last week. Maybe they figured it out in the second half. Dude, Ryan Schuster did have 18 yard touchdown run, but ESPN has showed me the same thing. Eight of 17 for eight yards and two interceptions. <laughs> they missed the extra point too. They had an 18 Me- yard touchdown run. Meanwhile, Sacred Sacred Heart threw for threw for 228. How the <laughs> hell did they lose? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a this was a fascinating one that we had. Look, they All had right. total yards, 113 total yards. Sacred Heart had 310, and they got blanked. They got blank. They had three times the offense of of uh, the leopards. Um, give me Temple. You would have loved this game. Give me Temple. I switched. Uh, you know what? Give me Temple. I'm locking it up. Temple. Give me Temple. <laughs> I'm, I'm locking I'm, up. No. <laughs> we got to take team. This. this team beat Sacred Heart last year. We said, uh, or no, they beat uh, Sacred Heart, um, who week. lost. Who was a yeah. playoff team last year? Yeah. Um, I can't. Understate my value of the S- FCS here, so I am rolling Lafayette. <laughs> mm. Lafayette was one of eleven on third down and zero for one on fourth. This is good, see. I'm not locking it up, but Duke sucks. <laughs> Prove it to me, Duke. Or, uh, uh, Tem- not Duke. Uh, Temple. I'm taking Temple. Lo- lo- I'm locking this. I'm going back. I'm locking this. Temple's gonna wax them, dude. This is a, they, they, this is not a. <laughs> they had 19 <laughs> punts in that game. Shout out to Insano Insan- in the chat. Uh, all right, next up we got. We got a barn burner in the Mac starting off with conference play. This should be a Tuesday night game. Western Michigan heading to Muncie, Indiana. Well, I can tell you this guys. I don't know if you guys caught that Western Michigan, uh, Michigan state game. Been impressed. I was really impressed with their starting quarterback, Jack Salopak, the freshman. Hey, he, he, uh, he, he beat out the, uh, Alabama transfer. Yes. And I was calling re- back. I think his name is. Yeah. I was really impressed. I am laying the six and a half on the road in Muncie going to be a game, but I, I think Western Michigan is the better team. Nick look in the Mac, you take the points and in general, when it's six and a half, you take the points. Let me ball state to cover ball state won 45, 20 last year. That's true. But their that's whole team the team is gone. Right there. Patty C, what are you doing? Uh, what do you think, Cole? These are my boys. Ball Am State, I gonna fade baby. them? You know I what? I will not fade the boys from Muncie. You know what? You just sold me. Let's go ball state. All right. <laughs> Let's go ball state. I'm switching my pick to ball state, people. Shop to you drop. 
Maction is happening Saturday this week for some strange reason. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, before we get to the next game, which is actually an interesting game, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Fubo TV. Yes. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in 4k at no extra charge. They have over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. What you can watch it on all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract. There's no commitment and you can cancel at any time right now. You can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo, uh, Fubo TV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by promo guide.us. Yes. For all you sports betters out there. I want to tell you that the best new way to increase your bankroll is called promoguide.us. Yes, at promoguide.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. Promoguide.us is the guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Yeah, Sleeper's the fastest new grant, uh, growing fantasy platform today with millions of different players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do, and it is a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. They have their brand-new over-under game, which is absolutely fantastic. You can pick. I, I did it this weekend with college football, even though I was I thought I was on the right side with Matthew Downing and Louisiana Tech's quarterback, but he got benched right before I could hit the over on that. La Tech as the team did hit the over on that on that number, but I was on the wrong side of that, but it's a lot of fun doing this over under game. You, you select two or more players uh, based on their stat projections and you, you select or the, you like the over or the under. And if you win, you can win anywhere from two times to up to 20 times the amount of money you put in. So folks join our uh, right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's promo code SGP sleeper.com slash SGP. You'll get a hundred dollar match. All right, we are back. Colby, you kind of look like you're at like a, a game show. You're about to like open up the curtains and have like <laughs> some people dancing Bob behind Barker you. Or over something. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would, wouldn't that be great? I, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Um, I actually oh, I, I also new to the chat. Jake Singer saying, uh, Patty C with the Puma Jeezy. Oh, oh, um, I don't know what the Jeezy is. I don't know if he's just saying G what is Jeezy? I don't know, dude. There's probably something young kids say these days. I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, folks, hold on. We're going to pause as, as we go to side B of the podcast here. So oh, hang on. Side B is where we get loose. Remember? Yes. Oh. We got some locks. We're about to get loose on side B on the college football experience. 